This is the Design for Life podcast. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> uh, it's episode eight of the Design for Life podcast. All right. Uh, we're wading into swampy territory today, my friends. Um, uh, it should be noted a couple oh. of things before we start. We are facing audio challenges in the form of a meeting next door in this space. I can so you'll, hear them. You'll yeah. probably hear them on the, and so they, they won't be there for long, but that's something we're going to have to deal with. Uh, and we're also salty uh, from mutual problems. Um, so there's going to be that, an undertone, possible. Uh. Uh, yeah. Possible parental advisory warning for this yes. podcast. There I'm might be. I'm a little bit better now. Swearing involved. Now that it's Monday. Yeah. Had some time over the weekend to like relax and vent and everything. Oh, here we but, go. Uh, I think this. I think. I think our meeting is adjourning. 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 Yes, we might be. Uh, it may. <laughs> experiencing some difficulties. What's going on over there, buddy? I don't know. I'm getting all twisted up. Oh man. We got. We got <laughs> there see, we go. See, ah, the the, tra- I'm the troubles. Free. The troubles are never ending. Uh, hopefully, we can kick out of this room. I don't know what the actual schedule is for this place on a yeah. Monday at evening, but we're just gonna take it. And if they kick us out, then they kick us out. <laughs> Dude, that guy's from. I know that guy. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, nice. I think I recognize him. Yeah. yeah Lo- right local on. entrepreneur. Yeah, I think that's yeah. probably we're in a, we we record this podcast in the lovely Rain Building, downtown Eugene. It's a uh, entrepreneurial space that is partnered with the University of Oregon. Um, so we are generous, or we are lucky enough to use this space. They are generous enough to provide it for us uh, as a shared mixed space. Um, but sometimes there are some uh, overlap overlap between other initiatives here. So we just kind of roll with it. Yeah. We're just glad to have a, a neutral ground to record. And I believe we're the only ones doing podcasts. So. Hey. Yeah, and I think everybody else is uh, really interested in kind of people recording podcasts in here. So, you know, we're sort of an attraction uh, when it, people are here. Know, yeah, this would be a pretty cool space to like reserve it as a podcasting space. It would be. If they soundproof this room. Yeah, it would have to be a much better room with a much, yeah, these, these walls are super reflective. Um, and mm-hmm. there is a uh, 4K live video casting rig in here uh, in, oh. the, in the rain building somebody has one out there i don't know what it's for or how you get to use it but mm. the uh joe yeah. uh, the executive director of the space let us know about that and uh i think he would be down if we wanted to try it i thought that may be like level four we're at level like one or two at the moment so we can yeah we can hold that off for later but yeah. it's uh, interesting to note yeah i mean recently i've been looking at upgrading my camera gear especially yeah. this one uh because like doing podcasts or any long yeah, it's that 30 minute thing. Lapse of time. Yeah, 30 minutes. The DSLR, I guess it's like a standard thing. Really? I went to, yeah, Best Buy, looked at all the different cameras, and uh, yeah, the dude was like, oh, yeah, on all of these, there's a 30 minute. That's just limit. how it is. Yeah, it's it has to do with some overheating issues. Really? You can, like, get a hack and then, like, put it in your SD drive and, like, download it into your camera. That sounds to kinda, to, right, to, suspect. To, yeah, kind of override that that uh, programming overclock it be like yeah right disregard your overheating (laughs) maybe not so much yeah if you do that though you can't return it it's you avoid the warranty yeah because you mess with the programming yeah Hmm. but um well that's annoying i mean an easy fix is getting a camcorder instead Uh, of an actual video camera yeah Yeah. and like there's there's some decent ones for like 1500 yeah so i mean yeah my whole goal of this YouTube thing is creating videos so you might as well get a dedicated rig the, yeah the, the only advantage with the DSLR is the different lenses you can attach right um, so I'll probably spend a 
few more weeks researching yeah, which ones. video equipment. Yeah, and if there's ones that you can like swap lenses, that'd be awesome. Just go right for the red, you know. Go right for the red camera bodies. You know about those mm -mm. red? Oh, to look them up. Don't look them up actually, because you're not gonna want anything else. <laughs> They're like pro pro gear. They're so dope. And yeah, I've seen one. It's like a Panasonic one that's is it like a red color on the no no body the brand or? is the brand is called red oh okay and they're like prof like professional videographers mm. the tools they sell them they're i don't know enough about the specs to yeah speak intelligently about them but um yeah they're probably way outside of a normal person's price range price range but they're dope it's what yeah. like marquez brownlee uses and like all the mm. hoonigan people use them yeah there's there's one i saw so at my work i, I do i sound echoey the whole room bit? the whole room okay. is echoey Anyways, sorry. Um, there's this uh, video shoot that I did for uh, Tommy Art, actually, way back when. But uh, they had this camera crew and the, the whole production team out there. Yes, menswear lingerie. Second floor. <laughs> uh, but they were using a camera that's forty grand. Yeah, it gets it crazy. Insane. Yeah, they had like wireless LCD screens everywhere. So and, great. Like, there's like the whole shoulder mount with like yep. yeah. Is, it's insane. Yeah, even these red ones, I think, start at like 10, you know, for the body. Mm. I mean, you're talking about oh, you whatever else. Everything. Yeah, and then there's like all the LED one monitors. Day. and then, One day we'll get there. Yeah, and then Too the gimbals sweet. and stuff to, to shoot, you know, to mm -hmm. track with. Oh, I know. Man, and they, make, they, they shoot such incredible quality video. And they're like industrially built. The whole brand of red is just, hmm. it's just right up my alley. Up. Yeah, it looks like stuff up. designed for like the, the 70s space station. Like hmm. that sort of... It's like almost ugly, sexy, kind of like <laughs> chunky, like yeah. almost like boxy, a, but yeah, boxy. Like you know, it's rugged yeah. as hell. It built geometric, for, yeah, yeah, but so you know, just nothing but function, like super mm. high end. Industry. And then yeah, it has kind of like that HAL nine thousand vibe to it. It's dope. Hmm. I don't even yeah. I mean, I like shoot. I like media creation, and that brand is just like the combination of both. Mm -hmm. Loving that that medium, and then also loving just what it is like just the like even if you didn't do photography it's just still awesome some yeah. brands are just so awesome that it makes you want to get into whatever it is just to have the stuff <laughs> because yeah. the brand is so dope you know <laughs> that's how it is for me at least i'm like what the hell is I that I, I mean gopro is that for me yeah i don't like horseback riding but that saddle brand is dope you know <laughs> what, what do i have to do to my life to get that in my world you know it's ridiculous yeah. slave to the gear man yeah slave to the gear Consumerism. I know. Well, it's combination. I don't think it's quite consumerism. No, I think it's it's appreciation, appreciation for quality. I think and activity driven. I like it because yeah. it empowers right, you to right, do right. stuff. You so know, you get the stuff and you're like, oh, I want to do this now. Well, I can it. go do it. Yeah. I mean, I uh, yeah. I mean, that, I don't want that, like a necklace. The, you know what I mean? Cool thing about GoPro is like, right? You buy the camera, you're like, oh yeah, I want to go do some crazy shit now. You're right. Let's Jump go off snowboarding. Yeah. yeah. Let's go something that requires filming. Right. Exactly. Waterproof. Yeah. But. Yeah. Anyway, camera skier. Oh, it's and never ending. Yeah, never ending. Yeah, super expensive hobby. Everything's expensive. It's but like you would get into anything and you want to do it well. It just gets pricey. Yeah. You know. Now I'm discovering like handmade bicycles. God, what? <laughs> uh, so, oh, yeah. So, you're, I was talking about that last time. That, yeah. Like, I don't. Get, yeah. I don't need a bamboo bike, man. No, my bamboo bike. <laughs> <laughs> but there's just a whole other like whole other section of bicycle uh, cycling that I just didn't know existed. So now I'm just you know facing yeah. that. I mean that's way a, a ways away. I won't, uh, my my bikes my bike setup is fine right now. I don't need mm -hmm. to adjust it. I need to put a lot more miles on those bikes before I'm switching them to anything else. But 
Yeah, yeah. we're moving now too, so we got to get rid of stuff. Excuse me. I'm just yeah, so full of, so full of things, so full of things. So yeah, um, I think for to, you know for today's podcast, in the in the spirit of design for life, uh, you know we'll keep it keep it loose. But uh, we uh, yeah, we were talking about adaptation experiencing earlier, experiencing difficulties. Yeah, and adjusting to life's uh, especially with the doorbell. Yeah, with the doorbell flexibility, flexibility, adaptation, yeah. and what it means for you. Oh man. I think yeah, both Alex and I are uh, we're we're addressing uh, we're dealing with adversity in various forms, and we're trying to find ways to like stay sane and adjust to it gracefully. Yeah. I mean, one of the traits of being a designer is being hard headed, as well as being flexible. There's like there's a certain level of contradictions. Yes, I'll give you that. But uh, it's it's. But you have to be convicted in your decisions, but you also have to be wise enough to know when to right that's the thing it's like yield. you have to be strong with your design choices yeah passionate. at the same time be open about changes right yeah that's 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 a decent way to put it right and that's a blurry line though for yeah oh, it's a very fine line between those blurry two. angry so yeah that's why for me i have a hell of a good time with my coworkers. you know who i'm talking about right. <laughs> i don't even know who you're talking no, about no uh so this is a situation across departments right now. So I, I'm in the research and development team right. uh, area, and I will often, because I'm a designer and creating new things, have to rely on the agency, as they like to call it, mm -hmm. the creative team, where they do all the brand ID, the graphic design, right? Uh, you know, like upcoming projects, trade shows. Yeah. You know, yeah, the stuff creative like that. department, right. as it were. I mean, they're all creative departments, but yeah, but. Uh, those guys are very hard-headed without like you guys can any relate. design sense. Yeah. That, that's where it gets me is like all their design choices Choices seems like it's just that's what they wanted to do, not because this, 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 this. Right. I mean, we should probably be careful too just to make sure that we're keeping things as confidential as possible too, just so we're, in case anybody else mm -hmm. listens to this down the line. No, um, yeah. I wouldn't want to, I don't want to like, I don't want to, get into public besmirching of anyone's character. <laughs> I won't mention names. Yeah. But no, I but, understand. It's really hard when I mean, departments it's have... One of those, you encounter that anywhere. Yes. Um, so it, it's good to talk about it too because they're, they're problems. They're within the workplace and you, just, you sometimes just got to figure out how to work with them. I need to I turn mean, your levels up quickly and turn your headphones down. Is that all right? Oh, is that what's going on? Well, you're just coming in weak. So I want to make sure we got a good signal from you. Okay. But I don't want to kill your ears either, so you let me know. That's obviously it's you. Yeah, so. no, that sounds fine. Okay, maybe that's what's happening. So I sounded loud for myself, but yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like even in my sculpture studio tech job, like the the faculty that I had to work with, don't get me wrong, they're great people. Right. Like I, like I said, it's like personally, I have nothing against them. Right. It's just how they manage their people underneath. Right. And. I mean, like from the get go, like I treat everybody with the same respect, and if they disrespect me, I'm gonna let them know. <laughs> like, <laughs> so yes, sorry. So yeah, like the first week there, I started changing things because yeah, no, to me it was disorganized. It was not comprehensive. Right. Like it should be in a in like a, the environment that thousands of students go through in a year. Sure. And so I started making changes. 
and this fac- a faculty came in who was on sabbatical like the first term right. or whatever came in and uh, confronted me about the changes I made. I was like, why are you doing this? The old system worked fine. Right. We don't need to make any changes. And that was the issue, right? It was that the old system did not work fine. No. <laughs> right. Right. It didn't make any sense to me. It was just like right. stockpiled in one corner. Right. I was like, well, it would make more sense if it was right here. And yeah, so they, they lectured me about it. And I was just like. Yeah, but lectures are not fun. Yeah, I took it, but I was like, okay, whatever. And I just kept right. doing my thing. <laughs> right. But for what it's worth, I thought those, that room was organized very well when I used it as a student. Oh, so, yeah. No, it, it was great. When you came in, it was a year after. So Yeah, yeah. It was all been like, but it was yeah. a, lot of, a lot of work. Oh, you should done. have seen the tool room before. It was a hot mess. Hot, hot, hot mess. There's no center table. It was just a big open room. Oh, I see. And um, all the, the rolling tools were just scattered across everywhere. It's crazy. All the common tools like drills the brad nails right you know palm sanders all that just everywhere jigsaws everywhere i had no clue how many of each we had right like what tools are missing because you can check out tools if you're a gtf or whatever there's no place to put any of my stuff uh as an employee there yeah it's annoying um even for students like if they're working in there um measuring tools yeah right nothing was in its place like it didn't have its own place that if it was missing i would know about it as a tech you know right so yeah, yeah it seems like some people um, are more interested in protecting the status quo than mm-hmm. they are in improving things especially when it it's an affront on their ability uh or it's it can be seen sometimes as um a like a disrespectful component or um, some kind of um, statement about their lack of work or something like it's a threat in some way. I think that sometimes managers don't like mm-hmm. when it, their employees it, yeah. take initiatives that may it's like sub- in their space. Or or, yeah, something. or it's it's sub it's subconsciously reflects poorly on their decisions because they feel that maybe oh if it's not you know admitting that it needs to be fixed would then be an admission of guilt that I didn't have it the right way from the beginning. You know I what I mean? I have no clue. Cause I, yeah, I it don't have that lot. mindset. Oh, I know it happens a lot. Yeah, I think a lot of people are protective of their it's egos either, in that regard. And you see it across any yeah. corporate landscapes all over the place. It's like, why are you making a change? Right. If it, it was fine the way it was. Right. When it's not. Well, they don't realize. Yeah, so it's really the, the challenge that becomes like, how do you how do you have those conversations and how do you how do you be, as an employee like broker that deal? And it can, uh, it's not it's not easy. You know, I think you need no. to be in my experience as a amateur politician, comma diplomat, you know, it takes a great deal of empathy and um, wordsmithery to kind of have a conversation that is both like respectful of somebody's kind of ego and then also asserts your own, you know, your own dominance in the situation. It's like a fine, it's an art form to like make that happen. And it very rarely works successfully without a third party mediator. It's why there's entire courses on management. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, yeah. Even my basic management course now that we're going through, which is largely nonsense, has nuggets of <laughs> um, nuggets of information that if followed explicitly and executed by a talented group of very smart people works wonderfully. Most of the time in my experience, like real management styles that are just blindly applied to a workforce by mm-hmm. average middle managers does not just no. comes out as corporate. I think I think the yeah, the worst Stupid. worst part of the whole management thing is micromanaging. Well, yeah. just, it just makes you feel like your job is useless because they have their way of doing things and you're just there sure. to fulfill their a, needs. You're just yeah. a, a device. You're right. just like a tool yourself. It's just a, yeah. Nobody wants to be a tool, you know? <laughs> Some of us end up being tools by accident. No, but, but man, to be made a tool, 
Then it was gonna be a tool. It's gonna be mm-hmm. on my own accord. Damn it! I think yeah, <laughs> especially <laughs> like in bureaucracy. <laughs> Going back to it, <laughs> ignoring yeah. what Ben's been, <laughs> the joke that Ben's trying to say. No, no, <laughs> it's, no, no, it's not even it's not even a joke. <laughs> Yeah, I think what what people or managers these days get confused of is the difference between managing things and leading people. Well, yeah, totally. They end up managing people and not managing the things they need to do their job. Yeah, yeah, managing yeah, leading people is is a, is a very difficult thing to do. I mean, mm-hmm. getting people to to work together and motivating people is very difficult. It takes a really special kind of person to be able to inspire yeah. confidence. You know, and a lot of people want to be good leaders, and very few people are. I've, I've, yeah. I haven't worked for. I don't believe that I am as good of a leader as I'd like to think that I am. You know, I think mm-hmm. that I have a long way to go as far as um, putting aside my own opinions oh, yeah. sometimes, and like adjusting my own attitude in a way that is more palatable or supportive of a group dynamic. I think I don't know. It's hard. It's tricky. It really when you have like your own stake in the game and like mm-hmm. you know how things should be done and you want them done that way. That's the, that's how all bad managers start. You right. Know? You kind of have to take yourself out of it. It's like right. if you're a leader of a team, you're invested into the team and you want to do everything you can to make yeah. sure your team is good. Yeah. Regardless how you feel. Well, you also have to accept responsibility for the success of that team. Mm-hmm. And take ownership of the success and the failures of the team as if they were your own, you know, yeah, and be able to right. delegate tasks that you feel you might be better suited for to other people and then accept those results, which is the hardest mm-hmm. thing for me. I'm admittedly a, a very bad delegator just because mm. generally speaking, I feel sometimes I feel guilty about asking very particular high standards tasks of people and I find that it might just be easier for me to do it myself because then I'm not burdening them with the tyranny of my opinion. But at the same time, I think that's not that's not a successful strategy. No. You know what I mean? Then I end up doing more work than I need to be doing, right. and that's not leadership. You know? No. You know what I mean? I, I have this conversation with myself constantly. Yeah. Where I'm like, uh, I feel know. like I'm a pretty good delegator. Um, yeah. Yeah. And there's one project which was a t- like a good test to my leadership ability because. Um, we uh, had to do this giant report that was like, throughout the course, we were gathering information. At the end, we had to put like a comprehensive report of this a three, industry. The 370? Yeah, of an, no, I don't know. It was like, an entrepreneurship class. Oh yeah, no, either way. Yeah, it was, it was more business related, not product design. But um, we, uh, we were just like randomly put into a group. We were given the category of industry that we had to research right. and then try to come up with a business idea that would go into uh, right. that industry and we have to like evaluate like how viable is a new product in sure. this industry like how can we make our difference what can we do to like be successful right um, in this like already saturated segment um, and my team you know like I, I think I was like 25 26 at that time and um, everyone else is like you know, freshman, sophomore, so right. like 19 years old. Yeah. But um, first day, we we're like, like a great, dream come true. this sounds cool. Like, we got good people. Let's try to meet up, like, after next class and yeah. go over things. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> One person showed up. Of course. And then uh, we we're like, this situation plays out every time. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, it's not worth spending just us two. Let's just right. text everybody, be like, hey, let's meet tomorrow. Right. 
at this place. Can everybody make it? It's like, right. oh, yeah, 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 we can make it. Same guy shows up. No one else. I was just like, fuck, this dude, is not some, working. That's some, that's some bullshit. This is not working. Yeah. So I was I like. I don't even care if you're you a freshman, what? dude. You say you're going to be someone you fucking show up. Yeah, exactly. But as the leader, you have to be able to like yeah. figure out a way to make it work. You know, of course, no absolutely. And so what Without ended doing up. all the work yourself. Yeah. What ended up <laughs> being. Ideally. The, what, what worked in the end was basically me taking the lead and saying like, yeah. okay, this, this, this needs to get done this week. Yeah. Texted everybody, be like, who wants to do what? Yeah. And they're like, okay, I want to do this one. I want to do that one. Right. I'll take this one. And then I was like, just you guys give me all the report. I put it in a single document and yeah. I send it out. That's exactly so everybody how had a I task. It. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, everybody chose the specific task. So it was on them to get it yeah, done. Yeah, that's a good way to go about it. Yeah. Well, so then they were like writing their own contract. Keeps them accountable. Right. And they, they can't just be like, well, you gave it to me, you know? Right. So, and. Now, whether or not they actually give you the reports on time is another story together. Oh, it together, was always last minute. Yeah. It course. was like 10 minutes before class. Yeah. They hand it to me. It's like, ah, I have to put it together quick. Yeah. But because we started with that, like, uh, structure from the beginning. The next, there's like three assignments overall. Oh, the next right. two went smooth. Function like clockwork. Yeah. Everybody was, knows the they plan. They still submitted it, yeah, last minute. But yeah. like I knew what to expect, put it in the document and like edit it so everything's cohesive and like makes yeah. sense. You just Do like, like a, a check, yeah. Reserve the hour before the due date mm -hmm. so that you know that all the assignments are coming in Yeah, <laughs> right then. Yeah. I set my due date for my team a day before. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. All right, I'll, I'll mute that. Maybe not. Um, <laughs> enhance it. Enhance it. Ah, 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 ah. Uh, it's just it snuck out. That was that was my bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was I like I said it, it was like Saturday night. It's due Sunday at midnight. I need it by Saturday end of day. Like mm -hmm. just, that's 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 the deal. Oh yeah. You always have to do that, but so you don't that, you can't expect it either. I know. And then they would still not do it because they knew the actual due date. You know. Yeah. So it was like when they give it to me Sunday, and I'm like, well. I guess I'm just gonna be stuck here at Sunday at 9 p.m. Yeah. Again, throwing all this stuff together. Oh, yeah. And you know? yeah, this this sort of happened on the very last assignment, which is like, this is like the final completion of everything. A kid just like just bailed, just bailed, didn't do his perfect section. So I was like, the night before, like, hey, I need this. Can anybody yeah. step up and like put one together for yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. One person did. Sweet. Got it in that morning, like morning before class put it together did my part which is like coming up with the product yeah why it's different why this makes yeah, yeah. viable sense to this industry which is shoes um i think um yeah my marketing class it. we did this project just like that yeah but in the end a plus nice and the teacher is like can we use this for future examples yes <laughs> like, that's always my all right <laughs> that's always the highest praise i'm like yes please yeah just make sure my name is on the bottom i just want to yeah i want my legacy to be well, <laughs> I mean, like he, he probably thought we were like this, like top notch team. We were getting, you know, right everything done on like perfectly, nice um, and formatted, nice. It looks it nice, is just organized well, right? Led well. Well, and you have to, somebody that gives a shit at the end to make it look nice before it's turned in right. too. That's, that, that's yeah. super helpful. That, that's yeah, like <laughs> with my design background, What's, like I'll let you guys do all the research and type it up because that's not my strong suit. Yeah, and just, I'll just put it together, make uh, it look nice, assemble put some it. images in there. Yeah, exactly. Make your points more easily conveyed. Yeah, that's how uh, that's how yeah. everything I've done in a group so far has worked. Yeah, and then at the end, you know, just package it up, and it looks like, you know, just the standard. I mean, the average submissions are so 
scattered, you know, and so like haphazardly put together. Like you put a little mm-hmm. effort into like actually making it look nice and yeah. give it a professional kind of that's gloss right. in it. Design is Ooh. important in every company. I think that's something that gets overlooked so much in companies is the design. Yeah. And that's one thing that I want to try to push with this podcast as well as my YouTube channel is to like really like throw in the importance of design in any industry. I think a lot of industries are catching on finally. Yeah. Well, well there's I mean, a lot of people that claim to at least. Similar to what like Gary Vee does for like marketing. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, social marketing is number one. Like you have to really jump into it and put all your budget into it. Right. Because uh, this is the day and age now of social media. But at the same time, it's also the world of design. Like if your product does not line up to what people want, no matter how good it is, if it's ugly, they're not going to adapt it. Well, and also I think designing the experience. Yeah, that I mean, it starts. I mean, the experience. The the people the companies rarely the consider whole, the total experience. Yeah, I'd of say eighty percent of like startups launching apps is a failure due to design and the practicality of it. Yeah, good idea. Well, I think any even even industries that don't claim to be design industries are still need still need to consider the user experience when you're dealing with them. Mm-hmm. I can't, I mean, this town is the worst for user experience in my experience. Um, <laughs> just people not, not like, not doing a full inventory of, uh, you know, in, in businesses, even local businesses, doing an inventory of what the customer experience is like from start to finish. What type of paper is your menu printed on? Mm-hmm. Are they, is it dirty? You know, mm-hmm. how, how does the navigation in your store? What is the music level like? What is the lighting like? Mm-hmm. What is the... Um, how, right. how, how is this flow, you know, and it, it's so exciting and interesting to me just to, to consider those things. And it's, it's also, uh, it's made my life hell knowing mm-hmm. and caring about these things. And, oh, the yeah. more, and the more you notice, <laughs> the worse it yeah. gets. My dad makes fun of me all the time. It's the like, worst. We were, we were fixing up my dad's property, trying to make it presentable for selling. And I mm-hmm. was like taking like an hour just lining up the numbers, like perfectly spaced and like, I know easily like, yeah. It's, getting it all nice that's what everybody's gonna be looking at you don't want one letter or one no. number like off to the side no it's gonna look bad so. well once you start picking things out too it's, yeah. your, your my, dad, my dad is just like you spent like 30 minutes on that why like i know just screw it in get it done with and it's always the budget's always the thing and that's really what always happens right so i mean you can't mm-hmm. companies don't have the time to do it all the time so it's not in the budget to make it look as nice as possible you know which is another thing that we have to always uh, face yeah which I mean, is ta- happening as I work happens to your work all the time, right? The yeah. packaging that you designed. Yeah. Well, I mean, there there's compensations for sure. Video. Oh God. Oh yeah. It's all right. You have yeah. a you know we have an extra two minutes to figure that out. <clears throat> but yeah. No, I don't know. It's like time is arbitrary in a lot of situations, unless you're dealing with like a third party. Which has a specific event or a date or something. Yeah, yeah, deadline. But in most cases, sort. they know the event's gonna happen like six months in advance, uh, especially if it's like a their their own organized event or a trade show. Yeah, it's like just give the designers enough time to come up with something cool. Yeah, you can't be creative in two months or in a month. <laughs> I would beg to differ, my friend. Just kidding. Yeah, just every, every two weeks, every schedule months, that we're two on is, is always. Good. That's <laughs> always shorter than that. No, this Jerry's project, I got three weeks to design, which only let me like go through three different ideas. Right. Which is not enough. Not but, ideal. Yeah. I was able to like eliminate tons of stuff in my head. So what I presented was like actually doable. Yeah. Um, in a reasonable manner and time 
Um, and then I had four months to produce three, which yeah, it's not a lot I of time. Months, four weeks, four weeks. You said months, four weeks to yeah, it's not a lot of time to make it physical, especially if you yeah. need to uh, change things with the with the color choices and all. Oh that my god, at some point too. Yeah, so that, that's what I've been dealing with is last ass. minute changes. Sorry, by the agency. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, and that's really the uh, adaptation is is the name of the game, man. I hate to say it, it's well, a pain in the ass, but this what's well, the way of life. The, the problem is they adapted without letting me know. Communication is also... Yes. The, inconsiderate. Yeah. The, the first I mean, year. Like, yeah. I've been updating everybody on my progress. Right. Sending them the group pictures and everything. And then they they did fail to tell me, like, brand ID is this and this only. And when did that change? I mean, did they change that oh, to... Like, them? Halfway through. Oh, really? My, and that was never uh, never passed it, down the pipeline. And all the yeah, and all the powder coat was already sent. It was like on its way <laughs> here. It's frustrating. Yeah, and the other stuff was already sent out. Right. And it's just like you may, you let this you why are you telling me this now? Like right. If you told me in the beginning, I would have got it powder coated white. Right. It's like come on. Ugh. It's and it's like well, we mentioned it in the presentation. Is it written down? Is it in the email? Or the brief? Why didn't you Is send me like a correction? You know. Yeah. It's like, come on. I'm trying to put the blame on me for now. We're like, not. <laughs> I don't think it'll be very tight to meet the deadline now. Right. Which. Meanwhile, the relationships are deteriorating at work. Oh, and the problem is like, <laughs> I can't discuss about it. That's the only. Yeah. That's uh, that's what drives me nuts. Like, I can't have a just a critical conversation. Yeah. Because there's too much emotion on the, on the table, or they're just, I guess. It's just, just not. It's not part of. It's not allowed. They just can't take the yeah personal out of it. So yeah. if I'm critiquing their design, it's like, well, we put so much time into this. Like we have to move forward with this. Like, right, right. I don't care about how much time you put into it. Right. The result isn't there. Right. Yeah, it's tricky. That's unfortunate. That I mean, most creatives are are comfortable taking feedback and like having yeah tough conversations is not usually it's not really hard. In right. A, but in a lot, I mean, yeah. that's part of the nature of the game. It's a shame that the team is not, is not responding yeah. to criticism in so, a way that yeah. is so constructive. Like, I'm talking normally like yeah. I would in a design world. You're not just like making fart noises and like, uh, <laughs> no, I'm asking questions. You know what this, like you know I what should. this looks like, you just bring in a big a bag of dog poo yeah. and you're like, I brought your design with me. You're not doing any of that. Yeah. No, no. Uh, illustrative no, language. No, all I said was like, <laughs> oh, it, it might look better if this, if we went with black. Yeah. Um, just because we don't have much time frame. Like graphics yeah, yeah. are easy to change right. versus a physical part working with different vendors. And they just took that and was just like. It looks ah. better too. I don't know. That white's, I don't know about that white. Dude, yeah. So. In the, sorry. Sorry, white, guys. White is very tricky to make look high end. Yeah. Unless you have high end materials. Well, and it needs to be paint. like clean and minimal and like really, you know, like right. there's a lot of design considerations that have that, to go that's, in. That's why Apple does very well because everything is high end. That's why white looks amazing. Yeah. They have but, the, the manufacturing mean, processes. Even when you look back at like the, the old laptops, which mm -hmm. was white. The white clamshells, yeah. It looks so bad now. Yeah. Because it, it just doesn't right. hold the, the quality. Yeah. That's why it's okay. like black everything, you know. Hide all the flaws because it's gonna be made in four weeks, right? Or actually assembled in like two weeks, right? Because the first two weeks was 
you know, finalizing everything. There needs to be somebody from that uh, team on your team so that there's like this crossover. Because obviously this disc and there's like a chasm between the manufacturing team and the design team. There is. And that's the problem, you know? If I was yeah. in the management there, that would be my recommendation. Like, let's let's add an engineer. Let's have like, or some kind of system where yeah. that, like they, those guys are working with you in the creation process so that they understand like the limitations yeah. and why you would, you know, because oh, you're a siloed in a that's, in a digital they, world, it's impossible to understand the yeah. you know, requirements. They, they, they just, I don't know. I wish Shame. we could have that conversation. Yeah, like I'm almost tempted to just be like, "Hey guys, this is who I am. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna give feedback regardless of how much." Yeah, it's like this is I've invested so much time and money into this thing. I want to make it look good. It's right. nothing personal. Well, yeah, it's weird. I mean, I just want the best results. Sure. You know? You're That's all, reasonable. You're, you're all working for the same company. <laughs> exactly. I, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's We're not your to sell project. A product, yeah. But uh, I still don't understand what this stupid paint does. So that's that's a problem. <laughs> I haven't figured that out uh, yet. Even since last time, since last week. Yeah. I have I no idea what this stuff I does. I haven't either. Yeah. What does it even do? It's weird. It's weird. It's fucking weird. But yeah, I mean, it's like now now with this this new ID direction, like I don't know what who the demographic is now. So they're just going with white with icons. So yeah, yeah. Demographic yeah. is is get it done, I guess. It's frustrating. Yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just one of those things. I mean, it's like I've interacted interacted with them enough to understand sort of who they are. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that that's been kind of the 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 thing that I've always had a problem like. Hard, not hard time, but something that I've come to a realization, like how to treat certain people a certain way. Mm. Yeah, customize like, customize your attitude or your yeah, approach. Because like yeah, per person in my sculpture studio, each faculty would you know be yeah, upset with certain thing. things. Yeah, 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 had their own quirks. So I was like, I have to like tailor my words. Yeah, you gotta be a social chameleon and understand. Yeah, some people call that sociopathy, but I just call it good people skills. Yeah, that's true. And being able to tailor your personality to suit the needs of whatever person you're speaking with. Be mm-hmm. that more aggressive, more passive, more humorous, more serious. It's really yeah, helpful. More communicative. Yeah, more, you know, some people like to know every little detail. Yeah. Some people just like sh- shit to get done. You yeah. know, some people don't like any emails. Like, don't send me emails, just show me what is finished. Some mm-hmm. people like to have a step by step process that outlines yeah. your, de- you know, I'm generally more of a hyper communicator. I like to like, I outline everything in an email, like yeah. 17 paragraphs of like step one through 12, you know, to keep people on the same page. And some people are like, uh, I could have done with a simple one line response would have been sufficient. <laughs> oh, but wouldn't you like to know my thought process behind that? And they're like, no, <laughs> no, it would not. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Adaptability, like, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's true. I mean, like if you're a freelancer or something too, like working for a client, I don't know it's always hard to work for somebody. But what I've learned that you have to provide options. You can't just present one thing and be like, this is what I came up with. Right, but not too many options. That's the thing. Yeah, That's three. what I'm learning too. Three. Yeah, three. <laughs> Actually, last time, my last project, I just, I just suggested two because I, I was yeah. confident in both of them. And I said, okay. and I think it was a smart it was a smart play because both directions were strong yeah. and I was yeah, close yeah, enough. Yeah. I was close enough to the brand already. I was like, uh-huh. okay, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It really depends you know how strongly you feel like, yeah yeah that's if exactly you have it. three but two feels good the yeah. other one doesn't, don't present just, just yeah. don't present it and I th- i've made that mistake for years yeah. of just presenting everything and being like well this is what i thought of because yeah who knows they could choose the one that you the don't crappy like one? Yeah. it's happened before then you have to work on oh, it and you're like, like oh shit why don't i even show them that one <laughs> yeah that's not don't do that yeah don't, that's not a good thing to do freelancing is hard enough by itself like you don't need to make it any harder on yourself mm-hmm. 
this last job has also gotten um, this poster project has gotten a little a little confusing. Hmm. Um, but I think the the lessons that I've learned even in these past couple rounds have been, you know, restrict the agreement, make sure that you're protected, and then present fewer options, and then you're just working on, you know, you're working on more focused design solutions from the start and you're not just right. wasting time ideating which is the hardest thing like yeah. you could spend 70 percent of your time on ideation process before you actually come up you know figure out where you're going to end up mm-hmm. determining that as soon as possible is is great and then a lot of times you know if you do enough discovery that's the, that's the other part of it is doing discovery process with the client so mm-hmm. that you really narrow in on what they want you know and yeah. if they and a lot of times they don't know what they want and that's when it gets tricky obviously you got to kind of uh, shuck and jive a little bit and come up with a solution to help coach them through their decision-making process yeah, for sure um, Luckily these clients was was fairly consistent and they they, they had a somewhat of a they, they knew they wanted to go a particular direction um, And my suggestions were guided by that the only thing where it, the only place it fell apart was just communication You know, I just uh, it stalled for three weeks because they weren't getting back to mm. me I just requested like one more I wanted one more um sit-down meeting once we had a direction picked i had some other questions and, and concerns about like where this design will fit into the larger brand because their their brand is evolving now yeah. um and i was like just one more meeting let's go over a quick some is this, details is this the only spot yeah yeah, the company, the yeah startup yeah but i mean i'm i'm trying to to future proof it for them too and, and help right. them understand have a consistent brand that yeah because they're be expanded into exactly yeah and stores. i don't want to like just throw this out one i could have just thrown this one off out like it looks yeah. cool where it's at it looks kind of cool i like the direction but i'm not entirely sure that it's it's going to hit the it's going to be yeah. where their brand lands eventually mm-hmm. and i also want to have a hand in developing that brand really yeah. too so no brand is fun I like it a lot. I love brand. Yeah. It's super fun to, to work on. It involves a lot of components. You know, it's a deep it's dive like, into a yeah. lot of stuff. It's, you're right. It's because, like, I, I've worked with TEDx, mm-hmm. like, logo, like, creating our own logos. Oh, and yeah, like cool. the Stuff like that. And you, like, having to stick with their brand guide for the They have a strict brand guide, too. Red mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, well, you how can't you deviate do that from X. any of that stuff. Right. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. So, it's interesting. Like, that was my first, like like uh, exposure to yeah. graphic design brand id yeah it's where you like you have to use this color of red yeah brand standards are everything yeah and this size font blah 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 they're fun to write too writing your own brand standards is fun even though uh-huh. i can't figure out my own brand standards like i haven't i've been flip-flopping on my own i'm good at everything except for my own <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't do my own brand because that i don't know oh, how, hey, i don't, I don't know who i, I am could design it for you. i know maybe we should maybe we should switch we should yeah. swap that'd be fun that would be helpful Mm. Yeah. I think at this point I do I do need to solicit your advice. I think we should sit down and maybe um, I have enough direction now, or I just need like I just need to put yeah. to kind Pres- of present me the brief. I will. I will and do then, that. Let's yeah. do that. That's a good idea. I actually got a hold of a, a friend of mine, but um, in town here who who is um, a senior designer, and mm. I'm gonna get her perspective as well. I think I just I think that's part of my problem is that I've I've hit kind of walls or. I've had problems and I have not taken the steps to solicit the kind of professional right. assistance that I need. I get stuck on a thing and then I just let it like spin around in my own brain and don't don't get it out of my off my desk and into somebody else's world for a minute so that it can mm-hmm. be you know I don't I don't I'm not good at asking for help I guess is the, is really the issue. And asking for help yeah. from people that are talented and you know have different perspectives is really helpful. Oh yeah, logo is tough though. I have a hard time with that too. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. 
And right. it, like there's a deeper existential issue. Like the logo search is really like a reflection of my own. This is going to get heavy for a second. My own like questions of my own a creative direction and like identity ambiguity. Not on a in a in a um, in a gender oriented way, of course, but just more like who am I as a designer? This process of school is like is raising all these questions of like who am I as a, as a designer in the first place? Like what is my mm-hmm. what is what even is my brand ethos? How strong is it? You know, because I've mm-hmm. I've thought it was a thing for a while, and yeah. I'm not sure that's true right. anymore. And it's changing. Like my my aesthetic is changing. My direction is uh-huh. changing. So finding this brand is like is like this weird. Um, like it's like a typification or a a manifestation of an existential question that I have yet to answer. You know, so it's almost deeper than even just the brand itself, mm-hmm. which is crazy. You know, when yeah. I think about it like that, it's like no wonder you can't come up with anything. Yeah, <laughs> like that's a that's a heavy. It's topic. a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, how, like no how, how would you condense that to an elevator pitch? It's like a one sentence this description of what you do. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's more about. I don't. I don't know. That's the thing. Is that like, <laughs> everything is everything's changing? You know, like I was a two D designer, mural artist. That was my deal. Mm-hmm. That was my identity as far as a designer. You know, I would do some branding and illustration, but I'd like you know painting walls was really where I was focused. So yeah, a splattery sort of like paint illustrator kind of vibe mm-hmm. was more important. But now I, I want it to be more industrial, a representation mm-hmm. of the two-dimensional world to the three-dimensional world that also reflects a polarity of both dark and light and has a as aesthetic that is um, symbolic in an al- a very alien way because I want it to kind of look like an alien, <laughs> an alien emblem, you know? <laughs> but these are really difficult kind of things to pin, you know what I mean? And yeah. I, have, I have a lot of examples that do okay. this, you know what I mean? Like yeah. so many to show you. That's or funny. anyone, whoever, anybody cares, you know. Yeah. But yeah, it's that's not really an elevator pitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's an, an escalator pitch. That's a long escalator pitch. Yeah, I mean, even for me, I mean, like, the closest thing that I could, like, classify myself is a jack-of-all-trades designer. Right. I mean, you're a fabricator, too, you know. Yeah, jack-of-all-trades. Yeah. So, but, like... Yeah, and jack of all design. I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. Like even if, I mean, because design is so broad in yeah. terms of like the scope of everything that one has to know and do, it's it's hard to point. Like even me, like product designer, like that doesn't. How does that mean? Well, yeah, that doesn't. I don't know. Define exactly what I do. Well, and you know, do you even need it? That's the thing. Like the some of the best designers don't have like fancy no, logos. No, it's mostly like, just cares? names. They're yeah. just invisible. You know, and which they should be almost invisible. Mm-hmm. So my favorite, in fact. My, this is exactly what happens to me every time I'm 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 in a direction because yeah. I'm like then I remember, wait a minute, like my favorite designs or my favorite brands are these like generic, very honest, you know, um, the studio that I'm working with in the summer um, is called Weld. It's a it's a metal fabrication studio. Mm-hmm. It's called Weld, and it's like the brand is just it's honest, it's perfect, it's just like a very simple typeface that's cut out of steel. You know, it's it's perfect. It's like the it does exactly what it it is, it is exactly what it says it is, and it's still beautiful and still very elegant. But mm-hmm. it does the trick. I also like uh, Sam Heck Studio Industrial Facility. I think is one of my favorite design studios because mm-hmm. it's just like it's such a generic name. You know, I I just I love that, and it just it doesn't have a lot of fancy imagery. It just mm-hmm. is what it is, and the work shines within it. It's not its own thing. You know, yeah. And so that's I go back and forth like. Maybe I don't need any of this. Maybe just a, a nice type treatment with my name mm-hmm. on a business card and then everything else, you know, maybe that's yeah. it. Yeah. 
And I've gone back and forth. I've, I've thought that that's the answer. Like, just do that. Because mm -hmm. my last name is unique enough. Maybe that's I should just go with the last name. Yeah. And then it is my Or OC. an M. And I've been trying. That's what I've been trying. Mm -hmm. The M. I've tried to come up with, with the M that satisfies all of those needs. Yeah. Um, and I found a symbol that I like, but I don't love it, you know? And it's mm -hmm. like, I don't. That's, that's the story of my life. I like it, but, you know, it's not like the symbol, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I'm yeah. trying to come up with Luckily, a. Yeah. For me, I have my Japanese background, which. Yeah, tons helps of me things. in terms of yeah. What do I get? Like, like, pizza? Focus. I mean, like yeah, right now, cool. my personal brand is my initials AC, but written in like a Japanese character way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Super simple to write. Yeah. And it's it's just like one of those things you do when you just trying to mark something that you created. Yeah, it's awesome. Simple, yeah. But in terms of studio caves, it just says studio caves. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know, like if yeah, it, yeah. And I almost. Well, I it's almost like, who think cares? that's fine. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's ex and that's that's sort of why I go back and forth. Like, yeah, I mean, like back in the day, like this is dumb. Throughout like trade school, early, just like by myself, I would create initials. I would create logos. I also have like a family crest from Japan, which is like two feathers and a cross, the circle. Awesome. Yeah, and I, I tried to incorporate that with caves. My yeah my American last name. Yeah, and. Um, so I was like trying to incorporate feathers. I was trying to, you know, how how do I make my yeah, traditional cool. family crest more modern? Mm -hmm. How do I use possibly that sort of style and create a family crest for caves? You know, right? Um, but I, I'm still like not set on one. Like there's yeah. not one that's just like yes, that's me I right know. there. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly tough. my problem. Of the hundreds, and I just like I just have paper when I'm watching movies or whatever. I just have paper yeah, laying around, and I just just sketch them doodle, all yeah. day. Like I just all M's, weird little you know. I'm trying mm -hmm. to work the exclamation point into it because the exclamation point. Like I've decided that it's going to be, you know, since I'm sort of a more forward, gregarious kind of person, that a, a bold look and feel it will it will be that way. You know, it won't be like understated. Mm. Excuse me for a second. Hey. And, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to keep uh, keep my uh -huh. gastrointestinal working off the mic best I can uh, <laughs> for everyone's benefit. Just gonna embrace it, man. Just be like, oh, no, no, I hate that shit. Some people, some of my people, uh, people I listen to podcasts do that, and it's so obnoxious. Uh. Tom Segura, stop that shit. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's really frustrating. Um, I feel like it's probably I'm, just, I'm like I've never worked this hard on it before either I've never mm -hmm. like just stayed on task usually I just get annoyed and I'm like whatever I'll just put up the portfolio won't use that emblem we'll just use my name and we'll just just do it that way but this time I'm staying on task until I get it figured out you know and maybe it is just I find a nice type treatment for my OC and that's just what it is you know and it's mm -hmm. just honest because I do now that we've talked through this cycle again um, I do like just something a little more honest and simple you know yeah. and even just a simple name and mm -hmm. don't go even even an m is almost like gets even too generic and not yeah. close enough to what it is you right. know what i mean i mean it's like yeah when you become like a recognized designer too you want your name to be well, i kind of feel like that's probably yeah that's like the most important and identifying yeah. piece of you know i'm proud of my heritage my family my BM. name you know i try to like BM can't, can't ever use that <laughs> yeah, the problem is I, my, my initials are also bm which is the worst uh, you know any fucking seventh grader out there is like <laughs> is your full name BM. benjamin yeah benjamin yeah. oh god you're you're fired <laughs> you probably got that growing up Ugh. all the time if you go through the list yeah bend over benjamin <laughs> uh ben gay oh classic <laughs> 
Nice. The the creator of Ben Gay, if I ever find that person, <laughs> I'm going to hold their head underwater. Just collect all the Bens in the world. Ugh. Yeah. Ben, uh, all, yeah. Ben, oh, yeah. Ben, big Ben, huh? You know, everybody that says it thinks they're the funniest person uh, on earth. Look, I haven't heard that a hundred fucking times. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Get, yeah. Just, well, then BM. Just take one of those and just go with it, man. <laughs> <laughs> just a two. I, I mean, like, what what other nicknames did you have growing up? Big Head Ben. You know, that's my classic one because I have a giant head. Big Head. Just like the Silicon Valley show. Yeah. Uh, is that a show? It is a show. Called Big Head? No, no, no. It's called Silicon Valley. Oh, I know that yeah. show. Who's Big? How's that? What's Big well, Head? Well, there's one character. Oh, his that, name Big Head? Big Head. Really? Yeah. Uh, it, well, I did not know that's that. his nickname because his last name is Big Yeti. So people oh, call him Big Head. I see. Wait, Big Head or yeah, Big Ed? Big Head. Oh, that's so funny. That's funny. It's a I, show, um, by the way. Like if you're into like a the whole startup, I like am things of it. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I've it's heard funny. I've heard mixed. Yeah, I don't know if I could do it. Is it laugh? Is there a laugh track? No. Or no, that was no. uh what's that? Big Bang Theory has a laugh track. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's some. That's some. How about that's some Big garbage. Ben Theory? Hey. <laughs> no. Get that. No. Big Ben Theory. <laughs> just like I should just rip their logo off. <laughs> yeah. I know. Just have your face as the nucleus. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I think we solved it. I think my OC is just going to be it. I think I'm just going to do that. It's a unique name. Yeah, and I'm just going to roll that, yeah. and then I'm going to print it on black business cards with a spot gloss, a spot gloss um, off, like just a like gray, dark gray on black, just my OC, and then back it'll just be, you know, my uh, yeah. information or whatever. I think I'm just going to do mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that sounds great. You heard it here first. We solved the problem, guys. Yeah, that's it. Imagine that. Okay. All right. Just it's a wrap. Foil, foil stamp. You know. Yeah, foil stamp, foil could be cool. The spot varnish is also, um, also nice. Um, I like the way that looks. That kind of like matte with a gloss, like yeah. almost just black on black. Yeah, almost like yeah. that. Uh, that dust collector in the other room has mm-hmm. that kind of vibe to it. Which yeah, yeah, is yeah, Surprisingly, totally. cool looking. Gray with black letters. Yeah. Yeah. Or subtle. But yeah. yeah, I think foil. It depends. It depends how you want to be portrayed. Yeah, foil gets Am I a, a foil bit guy? fancy, like yeah, Gucci, little, you know. Yeah, I don't think I'm a foil guy. No, I'm not. I'm not bling enough, but I am like tactical, tactical spacecraft. Uh, stealthy. Stealthy. Yeah. I'm not really stealthy either. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> this bubble letters that <laughs> yeah. likes mac and cheese. <laughs> Yellow, with uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Man, finding your you know finding your voice. This whole process, this whole school process, really has been all about. You know, it's turned into like. In, from investing in my career and trying to pivot around new interests into like completely reinventing yourself, mm-hmm. you know, it, like it got away from me you oh, know, yeah. quickly, you know, and now it's like it's exciting and it's a it's a but it's a profound process mm-hmm. to try. It's not you can't just like reinvent yourself without a great deal of molting and uh, pain and suffering and oh, like yeah. doubt and exhilaration. It's crazy. It's a it's a, it's a lot of things involved. It's a roller coaster. That's design. It's just one of those things where it's like once you're exposed to it, you cannot undo it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like the it's, worst. Right. It's it's like it's like the the it's like the same thing where you like buy a certain car and you just start noticing all those same. Cars oh yeah, you like see them the everywhere. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Same with welding. I end up inspecting tons of welds now. I just bet. Handrails to the buildings to like even in here. There's a few. Yeah, just looking at I'm them. Just, yeah, just looking at them. It's like oh, the slag is still. Yeah. on there they didn't chip it away like it's a it's amazing workers how much yeah how much bad work you find like watching that homes on homes show where like the guy goes into like newly bought homes mm-hmm. and he like just destroys yeah, like, contractors oh, that's not code that's not the code yeah these like, guys were garbage yeah and like 
Makes you not want to hire anyone ever. Who's who was actually doing good work out there? Yeah, it's crazy. No, it's tough. And then it's like, yeah, when you work in that industry too, you get exposed to those types of people. We'll just do like the minimum work to get it done. Right. It's like people are gonna be living in here. Like right. Well, yeah, home builders. I mean, they're just trying to turn yeah. them. You know, finish them up. It's crazy. But as much. But even the bosses yeah. too are like, just get it done as fast as possible because yeah. time is money. Exactly. Like my work was coming out better. Like just because I'm a perfectionist, than what he was expecting, he was like, "You're you're doing this beyond industry standard, like beyond." Well, yeah, interesting. Yeah, so interesting like, way to put it. You're, so stop you're it. spending too much time on this yeah, because yeah. it looks good, right? It's above industry standard, right? You drop nuts. Yeah, that is kind of frustrating. It's like I'm doing it fast. It's not that I'm spending more time on it. I'm just doing it more efficiently. Well, yeah. So what's the problem then? Just because it looks know. nice? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Because it looks nice, he thinks I spent more time on it. Oh, I see. That's what. That's that's his mindset. You're like, well, if you can do this this fast, then you can do more. If you can do shittier work from like, right, you know, for a faster, yeah, more quickly, yeah. It's dumb. It's bizarre. That's why I like design because I take my time. Well, yeah, and also you need to have your own. You know, the more you independently you can work, the better you're going to be. You know, right. it comes with its own set of issues, though. I mean, it's, you don't. You're never free. You're never totally free. Well, if you work for a client, no. Yeah, you're always yeah. gonna have deadlines that you have to, yeah, work for. I mean, deadlines is good too because it kind of gives you a push to uh, keep working on it. Sometimes, yeah, like I said, it's like yeah. constraints are important. I if think, too. you don't have, I mean, like always the the projects that gets put on pause is the ones that don't have like a motivation to be finished. You know, so in terms of that client working with the clients, great to like have to fully finish instead of just right. like, oh I got better, more priorities to do right. other priorities to do I gotta put this on pause yeah but, yeah that's helpful know. it's it depends like I personally don't like working for somebody I'd rather be the decision maker of course yeah and get, get out of here yeah and hire competent like amazing talented people I know right same level that I want to be in you know right and, build, uh, build your own team yeah I always think about places like uh what the team must be like at Icon, the 4x4. Have you ever heard of Icon 4x4 in California? Jonathan Ward's company. Shout out to Jonathan Ward. Well, I don't know why he would ever watch this but or listen to this, but if he does, <laughs> one day. Yeah, really, uh, like, spare no expense, every detail down to the nuts and bolts mm. resta- restoration company. Yeah. It does Ford Broncos and ah. um, Toyota Land Cruisers um, and other like one-off aftermarket cars. Aftermarket kind of stuff? Or? Yeah, well, they're now, I mean, they, I think they started as a, dedicated land cruiser company called TLC, which was, um, which is, you know, obvious, clever name for the land cruiser or whatever, or total land cruiser and also Kendra Love and Care. Yeah. Um, and they would do frame off restorations of vintage land cruisers, mm. <clears throat> but then they eventually got the blessings of land cruiser and Toyota. So they mm. work with Toyota now directly cool. um, and receive, you know, they're kind of like Quigley is, I think for Ford vans, like mm-hmm. Quigley would do aftermarket conversions of vans mm-hmm. vans it's like they're products that would be never be that they're way too cost prohibitive for toyota to do them like that but this company can do them um and do them for one-off clients and they do yeah. them paint by hand but anyway the so the i always wonder what the team is like that works for this for jonathan um because everything is so high end and so done meticulously i mean it must be you know he must have a crew of guys that are you know, top notch that all on board yeah. that are all willing Quality to do the focused. work. Yeah. Because each, you know, I think he's got dedicated teams that do like one team will do every part of a car from start to finish. If yeah. I remember correctly, which I think is how it gets done like that. So they've got like 
little module teams when they can say, you know, and the team is comprised of however many people it's required to do the whole car, you know, mm-hmm. electrical to paint to whatever. Mm-hmm. And then these things, you know, they take, I'm sure, many months to produce um, and they just come off and they're just yeah. gorgeous. Every, for every, every yeah. fit and I mean, finish, they redesign the bezels and like every, the gauges to be like on brand, but like new, you know, like everything is re- machined out of aluminum, like just designed to the way that like a high design version of the original vehicle, mm. which is the, so like awesome. Like the concept cars that they... Kind of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. As if Toyota, you know, and they have the blessing of Toyota to do this work. It's the things that, you know, far exceed Toyota's capabilities for production vehicles, but yeah. it's like... If someone's willing to pay for it, Yeah, hey. if Lamborghini, if like the high designers yeah. got, that the like price was no object, you know, yeah. and they're just like, have at it, you know. It's going to be so much fun. Oh, it's so cool. I know. And just like the spirit of that shop is, I, I think about it all the time. And, and yeah. I would love to bring, you know, just to build anything like that. You yeah. know, it could be fucking the smallest thing, like not even whole cars, but like just that attitude of like spare no expense. These are one off, you know, mm-hmm. we're doing everything the way it should be done for the for the that for that reason, because this is the most beautiful, best solution, regardless of how much it costs, you know, yeah. throwing LSs in all the Toyotas, too, which is like what purists are. <laughs> Uh, not stoked about that, but they're so great. And the That's I cool. and the Derelict series, yeah, I encourage you. We'll put a link somewhere if these things. Oh, and then we're down at another thirty-minute oh, window. Well, wow. oh, the thirty-minute window. We should probably. Uh, we should probably wrap it up. Wrap soon. it up anyway, too. We're about it. We're about an hour, fifty-seven minutes. Um, yeah, man. There's so much, so much going on though, too. So much to, to worry about. Yeah. I'm I'm still kind of kind of like detoxing from this anxiety from yeah right. freaking design change. He's detoxing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah, Friday is just like ugh, I hated it. Yeah, it's it's tough. If I mean, it's right. Emotions emotions are like a drug, you know. Like they once the chemicals are released in your system too. Like sometimes you just have to mm-hmm. you just have to get it out of your system. You have to let it burn yeah. it off, you know. Yeah. At this point, I'm just like I'm just gonna do finish my part. Yeah. Let them. Yeah. You gotta just yeah. Present. Like, you gotta I keep it care. close to your chest. Don't freak out too like, much. I care, but I don't care. You gotta smile. But one of the biggest things about uh, one of the best professional um, skills anyone can have is, is an appetite for spoonfuls of bitter medicine which i call poo but being able to just take it sometimes and do the job and move on to the next project is really helpful because there's a lot of it out there and you have to deal with it the most and the cooler the better you can adapt to just kind of sucking it up and getting it done you know the better it is sometimes it's not all about getting what you want well but also super frustrating though you have to know yeah your limit too it's like well, that's what, it's a toxic environment. Just move on. It's the ba- like, it's, even if you're getting paid tons, it's like, no, you, don't, you don't need that. It's not that don't, important. Don't let money be the decision factor. No, not at all. It's like the best best places to work is not the place, it's the people that you work with. Yep. And the so, type of work you're doing and how you feel at the end of the day. Yeah. It's yeah. like if I could like collaborate with them, like exchange ideas, come up with the best solution and just be like, help them develop their brand ID too, that would best fit product design needs. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've been trying to do. Well, yeah. If I if I were you, I think it might be worth your time to try to go to the whoever the boss of both teams is and say, "Hey, there's a huge disconnect between our teams." Oh, they all know it. Well, I mean, okay. So the bosses of the creative agency know it. Yeah. And there's no like, have you attempted to ask for more 
um, collaboration earlier in the because like, you guys are obviously working in silos. So, right. There needs to be a better a better way for you guys to when work I together. When I first came in, yeah, that that was my like full on objective. I told my supervisors they were like, "Great, I was going to be the liaison between the the agency and R and D." Oh right, the person that we're that talking person, about. Yeah. Oh yeah, cool. Well, and then what happened to that idea? Uh, they wouldn't. They stopped talking to me. So I was Wait, like, "Wait, the agency stopped mm-hmm. talking to you?" Hmm. Like I would ask them questions, no response. Just be like, "Hey, what's going on?" Hmm. No response. Hmm. Can I have like, and am I able to put input into the brand ID? Like, yeah. give me feedback. No answer. No answer. Nope. I mean, did you can you take this that evidence to your supervisor and say, "Oh yeah, this is not working now." Like, tell these guys to talk to me. How does that? It doesn't work. Doesn't work. Why? Because they just refuse. Because they just hate you so much. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, it's like it's hard to figure them out. Hmm. It's like I want. I want. To, I want. To, I want in on this. Wanna, yeah. No, it's bizarre. I want to like, bring never, you in as a private investigator. So I like, can, I'm pretty good with like ninety percent of people. Yeah. I can make friends, work with. Yeah. Like that's. I'm able to do that with my skill set. Yeah. When you seem. Yeah. I mean, we're um, friends. Yeah, and like you don't seem prickly or difficult but, to deal with. Yeah, and I don't get frustrated very often. Mm-hmm. I'm often willing to like work with compromise. Yeah, it compromise. Work? Yeah, was a word for that. But yeah, for some reason, it's like every time I'm working on a project, when I'm like down to the last week, they'll make a last minute change, which hmm. ruins my whole I see. direction. I see. And then I get frustrated. Of course. Ask them why. Yeah, and then and they are like mad like, about it. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like some there needs to be some team mediation going on here, and like yeah. there's a lot of bad blood out there, and if like there's resentment is clouding the like mm-hmm. clouding this, so maybe they're probably like they're butthurt about some stuff or whatever, and then you're butthurt about stuff. There needs to be like well, some kind of sit down where there's a third party in there, and like yeah, I don't you guys know. would punch it out, put some inflatable boxing gloves on, yeah, and just fucking get it done, yeah. Or somebody needs to step in. I so, mean, as your supervisor should also be recognizing this is a breakdown and oh, should yeah. be fixing this. You know, know what I mean? That's not on you. No, I know. But it's, it sucks for I, you. I'm like the, the yeah, most. The, <laughs> sucks the, the most for you. Totem pole, yeah. So it's like I don't really have the power to say anything. Can you go to your supervisor and say, overthrow. "Oh, he knows. He's well, been dealing with this stuff much longer than I have." This the same breakdown in communication. Mm-hmm. And so, have you talked with him? Like candidly about that, like oh, yeah. what can we do to fix this? Yeah, my really? my yeah my supervisor Nick, he's awesome by the way. What's up, Nick? He's a great leader. He's a great yeah yeah, yeah. great uh, person to have awesome. above you. Awesome. Um, Sorry if I called you out then before. I didn't mean to. I'm drawing things on the table. I don't even know what I'm drawing. Yeah, yeah. See, he's he's the type where it's like, tell me everything honestly. Yeah. Like that's good. I need to know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. So like I said, he's been dealing with the same issue, and. And there's no solution. The, the only solution is for the CEO to come in and start just cracking heads. Yeah, exactly. So the, yeah, I mean, who else is above that's, the supervisor? Just him? Just the CEO? Basically, yeah. Ah, uh, that's the issue. It's like he and, he seemed the creative director kind of has all the power, decision power. Oh, I see. And he's able to make it without consulting anybody else. Uh, I see. I see. That's why it's like this is the move, and I'm just left with like, I wasn't told this. I see. What's going on here? I see. I'm already halfway through my design. I see. So you need to now figure I out. Now restart. I got yeah. you. You just need to figure out. The creative director is just, uh, he's just moving. He's just, he's just yeah. without I mean, any disregard for the rest of the ship. I mean, they got a lot of shit to do, of course, because like, they're managing 10 brands. So Absolutely. Understandable. In his, like, I'm, I'm totally empathetic to his position. Of course. But at the same time, it's like, 
Well, it's let me help you. Well, it's effing you over. Like yeah. it's ruining your. Oh, like, exactly. Your, like, it's making. Right. It's making me have to redo. Which. Yeah. Who wants that? Who wants that? I th- yeah. I mean, maybe an emotional plea to the creative director yeah. would be. In, in, I know. No, that's where I'm left with. Like you know, a nice, hey guys. A I can't do my job if you don't let branch. me in. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It's like some kind of like I'm a designer. Right. I need to be in communication with the creatives. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yes. It needs to be part of the conversation from start to finish. Yeah. In regular, thorough fashion, I would say. Yeah. Hmm. Man, that's tough. Yeah. So. That is tough. But from, yeah. In my position right now, unless I'm able to move up yeah, into yeah. like a more leadership role to yeah. where I can manage yeah, yeah. the whole project direction, brand ID, and like have a full understanding of where we're going with sure. each brand. Sure. Then I can't do my job. Yeah, yeah. That sucks. That's, yeah. So I'm at crossroads right now. Mm, 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 mm. Well, that is difficult to navigate for sure. It is. Because I love working there. Right. I just. This on, yeah. It's sometimes an unsurmountable obstacle. Obviously, if you can't, you can't excel or you can't. Right. If I can't present my task, best work, what's the point tough. of me yeah, being there? You, yeah. I, yeah. Sometimes you just got to find a better environment, mm-hmm. a more a healthier environment that is more supportive of. Um, collaborative efforts, you know, happens a lot. It's a shame. People, companies lose good people all the time for mm-hmm. the same reason. Oh yeah, they can't manage relationships, and there's no. Uh, <laughs> what was, Jeez, sneezing what back there. Uh, somebody turning into a werewolf. Getting murdered. <laughs> uh, anyway, here we are at about an hour. I think that. Um, yeah. So that's my situation. That's the. Uh, that's a very difficult situation, and we'll, we'll have to stay tuned. Uh, mm-hmm. In future episodes, to keep track of this developing and very tense um, scenario, um, and in the meantime, I want you all to consider uh, your work environments and how you uh, can do better to adapt and to compromise in difficult situations. And when we get together next, we'll all have uh, a better understanding of ourselves and of the challenges that we individually like to address. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, that's very true. Oh, very true. Or whatever. Or don't do anything. Or, you know, we just do like I do and just self-medicate with carbonated malted beverages. Or just quit and start your own thing. Or just do our own thing. Yeah. What? Sort of like this podcast. Hey. Yeah, I know. Hey, here we go. We're doing it. We're doing the damn thing. This side hustle might become my full-time thing sooner than I expected. Well, we we should talk about that. That should be good. And that'll be a conversation for the next podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for everybody for uh, tuning in. We'll, uh, We'll see you next time. See ya. Peace.